Chapter Seven, Part One of the Metamorphosis or Golden Ass. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ted Garvin. The Metamorphosis or Golden Ass by Apuleius, translated by Thomas Taylor. Chapter Seven, Part One. As soon as the darkness being dispersed, the fair light of day appeared and everything was illuminated by the splendid chariot of the sun, a certain person, who was one of the number of the robbers, approached, for it might be conjectured that he was one of them by their mutual salutations. This man, sitting at the entrance of the cavern, after he had recovered his breath and was able to speak, made the following narration to his companions. With respect to what pertains to the house of Milo of Hypata, which we lately plundered, we may now, having dissipated our solicitude, be secure for after you o most brave men had returned to our cave all the property of milo having been taken away by you i being mingled with the crowd of the citizens and resembling one who was grieved and indignant at what had happened observed what counsel would be taken for an investigation of the robbery and whether and to what extent they would inquire after the robbers in order that i might relate to you every particular conformably to your mandates and one Lucius, whom I know not, was accused by the according consent of all the multitude, as the evident author of the robbery, and this not with dubious arguments, but with probable reasons. This Lucius, not long before, by false commendatory letters, feigning himself to be a worthy man, firmly conciliated himself with Milo, as that being hospitably received by him, he was ranked among the number of his intimate friends and when he had remained there not a few days having ensnared the mind of a maid servant of milo with false love he diligently explored the bolts and bars of the house and curiously surveyed those parts of it in which all the patrimony was usually deposited this also was considered as no small indication of the crime which he had committed that he fled on the very same night at the time of the robbery and has not been heard of since for an aid to his flight was easily supplied him by which, having more rapidly eluded his pursuers, he might still farther and farther conceal himself from their search, as he had taken with him his own white horse, on which he fled. Moreover, his servant was found in the same house, who, being accused as accessory to the felony and escape of his master, was, by order of the magistrates, committed to the common jail, and on the following day, having suffered many torments, and being tortured till he was almost dead, confessed, after all, nothing of this kind. Nevertheless, many persons were sent to the country of that Lucius in search of him, in order that he might undergo the punishment of his crime. As he was narrating these things, I deeply lamented, making a comparison between my ancient fortune and my present calamity, and that once happy Lucius and an unhappy ass. It also occurred to me that men of ancient wisdom did not without reason feign and pronounce fortune to be blind, and entirely deprived of eyes, since she always bestows her riches on the unworthy and worthless, nor ever judiciously makes any mortal the object of her regard, but indeed is principally conversant with men from whom, if she could see, she ought to fly far away. And, what is the most extreme of all ills, she causes opinions that are different from, or rather contrary to our life, to be circulated about us, so as to enable the bad man to boast with the renown of the good man, and, on the contrary, to cause the most innocent man to be punished after the manner of noxious characters. 
lastly i whom she has most cruelly attacked by changing me into a beast and a quadruped of the vilest condition and whose misfortune may deservedly seem worthy to be lamented and commiserated even by the most iniquitous person am accused of the crime of having robbed my most dear host a crime which may not only be called a robbery but which every one may more rightly denominate a parricide yet i was not permitted to defend my cause or at least by uttering one word to deny it however lest i being present should seem through an evil conscience to consent to so wicked a crime i only wished being impelled by impatience to say non feci i did not do that deed and the former word indeed non i once and frequently roared out but the other word feci i could by no means pronounce but i remained uttering the former word and repeatedly vociferated non non though i vibrated my pendulous lips with excessive rotundity why however do i prolixly complain of the unpropitiousness of fortune since she was not ashamed to make me a fellow-servant and yoke-mate with my horse who carried me and was my servant while i was fluctuating with these thoughts a concern of a more important nature engaged my attention viz the recollection that i was destined by the decree of the robbers to be a victim to the manes of the virgin and frequently looking down to my belly i seemed to myself to have the unhappy virgin enclosed in it but he who just before having narrated that false accusation concerning me having drawn out a thousand pieces of golden coin which he had concealed sewn up in his garment and which he had taken as he said from different travellers and had conscientiously brought to the common treasury began also anxiously to inquire concerning the welfare of his associates finding also that some and indeed all of the bravest of them had perished by various but strenuous deaths he persuaded them to relinquish the exercise of their, their profession for some time and rather apply themselves to searching after other associates and to supplying the deficiency of their former warlike band by the election of tyros from young men for he said those that were unwilling might be compelled by fear and the willing be incited by reward and that not a few abandoning an abject and servile life would rather wish to unite themselves to an association which possessed an authority similar to that of regal power that for his part he had some time since met with a certain man of a lofty stature young of vast bodily dimensions and of great strength and that he had at length persuaded him to apply to better purposes his hands which had become torpid through long idleness and to enjoy while he might the advantages of a prosperous condition of body nor extend his powerful hand in asking relief but rather exercise it in procuring gold all the robbers that were present consented to what he said and decreed to receive him into their society who now appeared to be a tried man and also to search after others who might supply the place of those they had lost then he going out and shortly after returning brought with him as he had promised a certain tall young man with whom i do not know that any who were present could be compared for besides the great bulk of his body he surpassed all the rest in height by the whole of his head and the down had just begun to creep on his cheeks and he was only half clothed with dissimilar pieces of cloth badly sewed together through the joinings of which his breast and belly with calloused thickness endeavoured to burst forth thus entering all hail said he ye who are under the protection of the most powerful god mars and who are now become my faithful associates and willingly receive a man of magnanimous vigour 
who voluntarily joins himself to you and who more cheerfully receives wounds in his body than gold in his hand and who despises death which others dread nor think that i am a needy or abject man nor judge of my virtues from these rags for i have been the leader of a most powerful band and have in fact plundered all macedonia i am that famous robber hamus the thracian whose name whole provinces dread and am the offspring of pharaoh who was an equally illustrious robber nourished in human blood educated among bands of men of this description and the heir and imitator of paternal virtue but i lost in a short space of time all the pristine multitude of my brave associates and all that great wealth for i attacked a factor of caesar as he was passing by oratum who had been the leader of two hundred men but was afterwards deprived of his employment through the malignity of fortune i will however relate in order the whole affair that you may clearly know it there was a certain person illustrious and conspicuous by the many offices which he held in the palace of caesar and who was also well esteemed by caesar himself cruel envy through the crafty accusation of certain persons hurled him into exile but a certain woman named platina who was his wife and who was a female of rare fidelity and singular chastity having given stability to the family of her husband by the birth of ten children spurned and despised the pleasures of city luxury became the companion of her husband in his flight and a partaker of his misfortune for this purpose she cut off her hair changed her dress so that she might appear like a man and being begirt with zones full of necklaces of the greatest value and of golden coin she intrepidly passed through the bands and drawn swords of the soldiers that guarded her husband a partaker of all his dangers sustaining an ever wakeful care for his safety and enduring continual labors with a masculine mind and now having vanquished the greater part of the difficulties of the journey and the dangers of the sea she went with her husband to zacynthus which their fatal destiny had decreed to be their temporary habitation as soon however as they had arrived on the shore of actium at which place we were then rowing about in our return from macedonia they went late at night to a certain cottage which was near the shore in their ship and there they slept in order to avoid the tossing of the sea in this cottage we attacked and plundered them of everything yet we did not depart without great danger for as soon as the mistress of the house heard the first noise of the gate she ran into the bedchamber and disturbed all that were in the house by her tumultuous clamours she likewise called on her servants by name and all her neighbours but it so happened through the general fear that we escaped with impunity each concealing himself through the terror produced on this occasion this most holy woman however for the truth must be spoken who possessed a singular probity and was beloved for her virtues immediately pouring forth her prayers to the majesty of caesar obtained both a speedy return for her husband and a complete revenge of the assault lastly caesar was unwilling that the band of the robber hamus should any longer exist and it was immediately destroyed so much can even the wish do of a great prince at length when by a diligent search of the emperor's army all our band was destroyed i scarcely saved myself and escaped from the midst of the jaws of hell after the following manner having clothed myself in the florid vestment of a woman which abounded in flowing folds and covering my head with a small woven mitre being likewise shod with those white and thin shoes which are worn by women and as it were grafted and concealed in the other sex i passed through the midst of the troops of hostile soldiers riding on an ass laden with sheaves of barley for they believing me to be a woman the driver of an ass granted me a free passage because at that time my cheeks 
being without a beard were graceful with puerile smoothness yet i have not degenerated from that paternal glory or for my fortitude though i was somewhat fearful in consequence of being placed in the midst of military swords being concealed however by the fallacy of a dress foreign to my sex and attacking by myself alone villas or castles i have procured for myself by plunder this small viaticum and immediately ripping open his rags he poured forth into the midst of them two thousand pieces of golden coin and behold said he i willingly offer to your band this largesse or rather gift and also myself to you if you do not reject my offer as a most faithful leader who in a short space of time will make this your house to be golden which is now stony the robbers without delay and without hesitation but with the suffrages of all of them unanimously elect him their leader they also brought forth a more costly garment which he put on throwing away his rich rags and having thus changed his attire and embraced each of them and being also placed in the highest part of the bed he was inaugurated by a supper and large bowls then by mutual conversation the robber knew of the flight of the virgin of my carrying her and of the monstrous death to which each of us was destined when also he had asked where the virgin was and being brought to her saw her laden with chains he departed in derision bending his brows and snuffing up his nose and said i am not indeed so stupid or at least so rash as to oppose your decree but i should sustain within myself the guilt of an evil conscience if i should dissemble what appears to me to be for your benefit but in the first place suffer me who am solicitous for your sake to speak boldly especially since if this my decision displeases you you may again return to what you have decreed concerning the virgin and the ass for i think that those robbers who are truly wise ought to prefer nothing to their own gain nor even vengeance itself which is often detrimental both to themselves and others if therefore you destroy the virgin and the body of the ass you will exercise nothing else than your own indignation without any profit to yourselves but i think that she should rather be brought to some city and there be sold for a virgin of her age may be sold for no small price for i myself some time ago knew certain bods one of whom might as i think give a great sum of money for this virgin and place her in a brothel suitable to her birth so that she may not be exposed to a similar flight she will also have afforded you some revenge when she becomes in bondage at a brothel i have sincerely offered this counsel to you as conducted to your advantage but you are the masters of your own counsels thus this advocate of the exchequer of the robbers and the excellent savour of the virgin and the ass pleaded our cause the rest of the robbers however tormenting my bowels or rather my miserable spirit by protracting their decision in long deliberation at length willingly acceded to the opinion of the new robber and immediately freed the virgin from her bonds and she indeed as soon as she beheld that young man and heard him mention a brothel and a bod began to be elated and to laugh most joyfully so that the vituperation of all the sex with good reason occurred to me when i saw a virgin who pretended that she was enamoured of a young lover and was desirous of a chaste marriage was suddenly delighted with the name of a vile and filthy brothel and then indeed the whole female sex and the manners of women depended on the judgment of an ass the young man however resuming his discourse said why do we not go and supplicate mars to be propitious to us in selling the virgin and searching for other associates but as far as i see we have not any beasts for sacrifice 
nor sufficient wine for drinking largely send with me therefore ten of our associates with whom i may go to the next castle and bring from thence for you sumptuous food so he having departed attended by ten of the robbers the rest prepared a great fire and raised an altar to the god mars from green turf not long after they returned bringing with them bladders full of wine and driving before them a great number of cattle from among which they sacrificed a large he-goat old and hairy to mars the secutor and associate and immediately a sumptuous supper was prepared then that stranger said you ought not only to consider me as the strenuous leader of your expeditions in rapine but also of your pleasures and accompanying his words by deeds he diligently performed everything that was the requisite with wonderful facility he swept the floor made the bed smooth dressed the meat seasoned the collops and waited on them elegantly but he especially plied each of them and that frequently with large bowls of wine nevertheless sometimes pretending to fetch what he wanted he frequently went to the virgin and joyfully presented her with fragments which he had secretly taken away and cups of wine of which he had previously tasted but she most willingly received what he brought her and sometimes when he wished to kiss her recompensed his wish with prompt and sweet kisses which thing greatly displeased me and i said to myself alas o girl o virgin are you forgetful of your nuptials and of your reciprocal love do you also prefer this foreign and cruel homicide to the young man your husband who is unknown to me and to whom your parents have betrothed you nor does conscience stimulate you but trampling on affection does it please you to act libidinously among spears and swords what if the other robbers likewise should by some means or other perceive what you are doing would you not again return to the ass and again procure my destruction you in reality sport and are delighted with the danger of another person while i discuss these things with myself with the greatest indignation falsely accusing the virgin i knew by certain words used by them in their conversation which were dubious but not obscured to an intelligent ass that the young man was not the famous robber hamus but Tleptolemus, the bridegroom of the virgin for in the course of their conference fearing nothing from my being present he said be of good courage my dear charities for you shall immediately have all these your enemies in captivity and he refraining from drinking immoderately did not cease to supply the robbers in a still greater degree with wine now unmingled with water but made tepid by a moderate heat as they now began to be overwhelmed with inebriation and by hercules i suspected that he had mingled in their cups a certain soporiferous drug at length all of them without the exception of even one lay on the floor buried in wine and all of them were everywhere in a fit condition to be easily slain end of chapter seven part one